Nice. Okay, so I think you should introduce the show, but uh, be sure find some way you can call it the Fruitopia Dana Jay's Comedy Hour, or brought to you by Fruitopia. However you want to do it. All right, I'll hold it down. Fruitopia. Let's see if I can work it in somewhere. Okay, sounds good. <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Fruitopias and Fruitopias, Fruitopia, Fruitopia, Fruitopia podcast, <laughs> starring Fruitopia and Fruitopia. And with us today is Fruitopia, and I'm as always Fruitopia. Thank you so much, Dan, for introducing the podcast as it as it should be introduced. Um, mm-hmm. Boy, that's you got it right the first time. That's good. First time, the, yeah. Episode nine, and you've got you finally. You know, I knew it wasn't going to take it. you long, you know, but uh, I was waiting for it to happen. Uh, yeah, as of course, as everybody should know, this week, you know, this episode is brought to you by Fruitopia, the beverage that no longer exists. Uh, however, the, it does... The number one beverage that does oh, not exist. Oh, it is the number one beverage. So, uh, just, uh, it does, however, have a Twitter account, Fruitopia underscore drink, which I assure, it says Fruitopia official on it, so it has to be, right? It is in no way created by me. Uh, no, no one lies on the internet. Despite its official website being listed as fruitopia.stolendress.com, which is not uh, populated yet, uh, I don't know how it's going to become populated. I assume the people at Coke are going to send me some websites to put there. That's how it right. happens. Yeah, in the mail. You, yeah, just a uh, package of website and mm-hmm. just sprinkle it on the on the server and water it for a little while and yeah, yeah, yeah. Op pops a Fruitopia. I think that's how it goes. So, yes. so look forward to that, people. In the meantime, follow Fruitopia underscore drink. Uh, started as a drink, lost my way, and now I'm back, is what I put. Uh, what the people at Coca-Cola put for Fruitopia. When, when I say what I put is what yes. I mean. Uh, you know what I mean. I, ex- I, I understand. I'm just it, concerned about those at home that aren't as bright. Right. Maybe you should explain Smart to Smart or witty as us. Yeah. What he means is that he didn't do it. Thank you. See, that's you, what I was trying to say. I just yeah. wasn't as eloquent. I, yeah. Uh, I was. I did not take my elocution lessons. Therefore, I am not elocute enough. Right? You weren't elocuted. Exactly. Exactly. Dan, do I look weird? I look extra NASCAR today, right? You do. I you s- look like you should be driving car number three. Yeah. I still have my Shaun of the Dead, but the problem is my goatee. <laughs> I'm looking. It's just very weird to see it in motion so much. I check it out in the mirror <laughs> once a day. I look at it. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll keep it today. But I've got the blonde. I still, my mustache will never come in anything more than blonde. Ah, uh, damn nope. it. My recorder just died. I knew it was going to happen. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I just do not have reliable batteries today. Um, do, do, do. Let's see what these do. I have a couple on the charger sitting there waiting to be, you know, waiting to be used. What's that? Do you want to entertain the kids with a story while I'm, uh, so, this is a story of Suze Orman and the bear. Once upon a time, there was a bear who was suffering from crippling financial debt. He then went to go to his work, hoping that today will be the day that he dies. While he was away, Suze Orman shows up at his house. And she goes through all his shit and says, this electric bill is too high. So she cancels the electricity. And she goes over and says, this environmental bill is too low. 
So she increases it. Then she finds his porn bill and she says, This bill is just right. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Man, you know the big problem there? The, the real problem mm -hmm. that she didn't analyze is that he's stuck in the 90s where he thinks he still has to pay for porn. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's one of them. Fucking poor bastard. I fully expect my recorder to die again, by the way, anytime. So at, at that, here's what we got to do. We got to establish a standard here whereby you tell a story, Suze Ormond related or not. Um, okay. But when it drops, I'll give you a signal, which will be me saying the words, Dan, my audio just cut out. And then you will therefore pick up. But you know what? You introduced the podcast in a perfect way to lead us into talking about uh, today's track. Uh, segway. Segway. Uh, it was a segue a few minutes before the actual segue. It's mm. it's a preemptive segue, and I appreciate you getting it out of the way. It's ahead a pregway. It's a pregway. Uh, pregway. That is my favorite country. Not to be confused with Uruguay mm -hmm. or Paraguay. Oh, oh, I confused the two though. Oh well, it's not supposed to be. Oh. It says it on the label. Oh, it does. It says it right on there. Do not confuse with Paraguay. It doesn't say compare to Paraguay brand country or your right. Okay. Well, then I'm mistaken, and I, uh, well, why don't you tell them, Dan, what the track was about? Or I could tell them, or you could tell them. It was about or five minutes them. of Jay saying Fred. It was a minute and a half, but to be fair, it feels exactly <laughs> like five minutes. It's called Fred's Fairy Tales. Uh, Although I say Fred's Story Tales in the introduction. Oh, you do? I like that better. I like Story Tales a lot better. Um, and then I proceed like an asshole to just say fred and every fred becomes a noun a verb an adjective and an adverb i'm pretty sure and a curse word and an a curse word that's pretty good that's solid uh i think we've talked before about how fred is a a thing that we yes, did yes we did it was just a running thing which um it's like thing. one of those sketches that uh, when you're watching snl that you can tell clearly worked in the room uh right but even SNL doesn't make anything quite this bad, do they? Is there anything that's quite on the level of fretting Fred, 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 Fred? Fred I don't know. I feel like Chris Kattan is that animal guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Peepers or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's at that level. Like, the moment I see him do his first thing, I'm already over the sketch. That is true. That is true. Uh, and why, Dan, though, did we never see the Mr. Peepers movie? I can't understand. I don't know. You know? I feel like he could have been at least a guest star on Zoolander. Yeah, right? It's so true. We, we get Night at the Rock. Like but... He could have had, like, a pet Peepers. Yeah. I'm surprised. They both look kind of like yeah. monkey people. Like, just yeah. as they are. No insult to Ben Stiller, the monkey man, but... That's what he calls himself, right? He, he's a. I'm pretty sure that's his official title. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't want to. Like I think him. I think he was I think he was knighted mm -hmm. in the UK. He mm -hmm. was Sir Monkey Man. Right. That's what I thought. OBE, Order of the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not mistaken. Uh, no. I really, honestly, I don't remember. I mean, I remember thinking this is funny. I think I remember regretting it during it. <laughs> uh... Because I'm like, where do I go with this? Oh, nowhere. So I guess I just keep saying it until so, I can't think of anything else to say. It, it, it's like sex is a sloth. You think it's funny at first, but right. halfway through, you're just like, this was a bad idea. Yeah, it's horrible. I should just finish and be done. I don't want to be rude to the sloth, of course. Right? It's, it's you know, it's got feelings. It took a while to get there. That is that is exactly right. Which is how the, the sketch functioned. Actually, it never exactly. got there. There's no there to get. <laughs> no, there single, isn't. Single joke from the very beginning. 
Oh my god. Prepare to somewhat adjust your speakers. Beginning now. Today, um, Fred is going to tell you a new story tale. It's called Fred. Hi, I'm Fred. One day Fred was walking down the Fredish street and he saw a person named Fred. He lived in a Fred house. It was actually Brick Fred. And Fred asked Fred if he would Fred uh, a check for him. He said, no Fred and problem, Fred. I'll Fred a check for you any Fred and day. So Fred said, Fred and thank you, Fred. Give me your Fred and money. I'll Fred the check. Okay. So they went down to the Fred supermarket. And Fred said to the Fred cashier, Do you have any Fred money? Fred said, Sorry, Fred. We don't have any Fred and, Fred and money today. Because Fred says, We're out of Fred and money. So Freddishly Fred fretted. No Fred and way I'm going to be Fred and shopping here. Any Fred and more. You Fred and peace out, Fred. I hope you enjoyed our Fred and story. This is Fred Fredini and his merry band of Freds saying to you, happy trails to Fred. Goodbye. Prepare to readjust your speakers so as to not deafen yourself. Now. This, I mean, I'm not regretting starting this podcast just because of this one sketch but I'm regretting <laughs> starting this episode. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, I I don't know. Like, you get you get used to listening to your 13-year-old self. Like, I, I, I can't judge it. It's just me learning how to do comedy. But it was like, again, a lot of me doing comedy early was, it was ego. Ego was number one. Number two was funny. And number three was creativity, I think. And then eventually they switch places. Finally, Ego is now in the third spot. Pretty close third, though, to be fair. With two creativity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. So, um, Shaun of the Dead went well this last weekend. I know I've talked about the last few episodes, but I was very excited to do it. That's good. But it was it was amazing. Like, we had uh, some people... We had a few quoters, which was okay. One or two people who were... Uh, well, I mean, you've been to these shows, you know, that yeah. every once in a while there are people who get a little too rowdy about A little it. bit. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, one person who called me out for getting a line wrong, because to be fair, I had a script right in front of me, but... <laughs> you're, you're but drinking. you also are drinking. I'm drinking quite a bit. I, this is the least drunk I've been, and I think subconsciously I was trying not to, so I didn't fuck it up. My accent did not slip once, so that's good. That's good. Uh, an English lady came up after the show. She's like, you guys did a great job. I'm like, I hope my accent wasn't insulting. She said, no, it wasn't. So there we go. <laughs> there you go. So at the very least, was England approves. That's England approves. On, you should put that on the next poster. It's going on my resume, too. Uh, for Shaun of the Dead, my costume is director approved, and my accent is approved by all of England because of this one chick who was visiting. Exactly. And that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Um, we could not have Cornettos on stage because, well, we can't buy them here. And B, they don't allow food in the theater. So that's shenanigans. Yeah, I know. I agree. But they allow beer. Did you make like foam cornettos? Mm -hmm. 
You know, I don't know what they put in the bags, the treat bags this time. Uh, I told her she should try and get those candy, candy uh, Cornettos because you can have snacks. I had Twiglets on stage, uh, which <laughs> some of the Twiglet. audience members stole from me. Um, they, <sighs> they reached into my bag, apparently. Jen's like, I grabbed these for you. I'm like, thank you. So I took like the top half of the bag and threw it away because I don't want audience grime on my hands. Not to say <laughs> that I'm better than these people, Dan. You know me. I'm a man of but the But you're on the stage and they're on in the seats and there's a reason for that exactly dan it's a hierarchy okay if they were worth more they'd be up where i was exactly that's all it is it's not that you think you're better than them you just have evidential fact yeah that's exactly how it goes um oh so beer sponsors what are you drinking i'm sorry uh i am drinking diet a and w because that's what we have Mm -hmm. and smearing off vanilla vodka oh yeah that last time still good i did How's how's diet A and W compared to regular A and W, Dan? It tastes like A and W, but with that diet taste. Mm, mm-hmm. But if you mix it with vodka, after a while, you don't care. No, 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 absolutely not, absolutely not. So, I uh, this my side of is brought to you by Session, Session Lager. It's a it's a beer. So this session, mm-hmm. by session, by session. It's uh, I wrote a theme song for session it. Session by JK. Oh, did you? Yeah, by session. Very nice. Thank you. No one's ever done that before. Simple. Two no. notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a millionaire because of that, by the way. I don't know if you're aware of that. I wrote this theme I did song. Not. Uh, they asked me to write the theme song for Tumblr. I am stuck on Tumblr, Branca's Tumblr stuck on me. I wrote that. Nice. Uh, nice. Let's see. Hold on. I wrote the theme song to uh, Sitcom. Uh, the It's a sequel to the How I... They're doing the How I Met Your Father now. You know, uh-huh. they're doing that spinoff. So I wrote the theme song. Yeah. That theme song is... That's pretty nice. Those are two different songs. <laughs> that's the ending theme it is that's exactly right we throw in soul boss and at the end thank you to the wonderful quincy jones for lending us uh that for this episode oh so you I didn't write him, that one no 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 i told quincy i'm like look i want to do a little bit on my podcast so quince that's why i call him quince, quince uh, not to be right. confused with the fruit i asked him can i please borrow soul boss he's like you doing an austin powers thing i'm like no he's like oh thank god yeah you can have it no no austin powers <laughs> references we're good to go and uh yeah he was happy to lend it to me um so my question is Mm because i know the legalities can be kind of iffy and sketchy yeah Yeah. did you just violate the contract by telling me the story of how you got the contract oh fuck there might have been a story clause shit because you did mention austin powers uh you're right does that make it off does that make it austin powers related due to the the rules of parody they also work in reverse let me see they might let me Let's get another contract. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Um, uh oh. Okay. Anything? Now there's a story clause here, right? Okay. It says specifically, though, it should not be Austin Powers related. Okay. It does say that right before, and then it says in the story clause, do not mention how this contract came about or that you're not supposed to mention this. There's there also right there. there's also some language in here that if Santa Claus dies, I become the next one. Okay. Uh, there's also the sanity clause 
uh, is in parentheses says Marks Brothers joke. He's he's covered a lot of things. Like I it, think it he specifically like sound... doesn't want me to make con. Oh my it god! Sounds like it's pretty oh my boilerplate. It's, but yeah, no, it says don't make any contract jokes. Fuck! Damn it! Fuck! We have to wipe this, Dan. We have to wipe this whole episode off the internet. If there was just a way to edit this, I know. And the thing is, like, I edit this and I upload it. I take time. You know, it's not like it goes up immediately. We never stream episodes. But obviously, I mean, people are listening to it right now, so obviously I didn't get to edit it, and there's no way for me to do that. There's nothing. It's too late now. Ship it sails. I know. I And I mean, I don't know how I know that ahead of time, because clearly we're recording it now, and I can see the equipment in front of me that houses the original MP3 file. Nothing uh, you can do, man. <sighs> you just have to cross your fingers and hope that he's not super enforcing. Uh, Quincy, Quincy. I just hope he's... Here's the thing. If Quincy's listening... Uh, I mean, he, I Quince mean, this is for you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. What's that? What's that? I hear music. I gotta. Every time the music plays, he focuses on it. He's like anywhere in the world. He's like yeah. a superhero. Instead of hearing yeah. crime, he hears his one song. His one and, song. And then he says Excelsior, and he's off. Excelsior away! And he flies. <laughs> he says away also. <laughs> he's got the sword. Excelsior. Oh, and, oh the, and he uses it to fly mm-hmm. like Thor uses his hammer. Oh, but the uh, awkward part of it is that he has to hold on to the blade because it's a handle that oh, pulls. Oh, Jesus! So he Christ. has to hold on to the blade to fly. So Quincy Jones has like really big calluses, like sword calluses, sword yeah, blade calluses. Much. Yeah, he would have been. Wait a minute, is he? I was gonna say he would have been a great warrior. That does he? Maybe he is a great warrior. Could mm-hmm. he be a Highlander? It's likely, but it's hard to behead someone with the hilt of a sword. It is, but that's why he's such a badass. Ah, gotcha. You know, Quincy Jones, like, there's stories about how he cut the heads off the Hydra using only the hilt. Mm. And then proceeded to cut his own fingers off in the process, <laughs> had them sewn but back But his on. fingers are like a Hydra as well. That's exactly true. They grow he's, back two for every one. He actually has, he has 300 <laughs> fingers. Yeah, they're encased in like special hand-looking gloves, like it's latex that he had made back in the fifties. Yeah, to cut. But most people don't know he's got. They don't know he's got like. (laughs) It's upsetting, really. Like, I mean, have you ever seen any Syriac videos? No, like the creepy lamb thing and all that. I don't think so. Do I want to? I'll I'll send you a link and. That's what it, that's what his fingers are like. You're welcome, audience. You're uh, welcome. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, bop, bop, bop. Okay, so, la- uh, oh, that's what I wanted to talk to you. Well, we already talked about Fred's fairy tales. Yeah, no, that's, uh, oh, here, I have a note. Um, it's our easiest to understand so far, but to what end? Uh, you can hear it perfectly. <laughs> Yo, hooray. Perfectly. Like, but why? The rest of them, I don't know if you've listened to them, but they are just... Well, you have. One of my... Yeah. Yeah, Jason, the point of this podcast is we both listen to a sketch, and then... T- <laughs> I don't know if you've heard them. I'm gonna leave the room. I'm gonna leave the room. I quit the podcast. This is now the Dan... Dan, reintroduce it. It's it's Fruitopia This presents. is the Fruitopia and podcast starring Fruitopia, and as always, thank you. Hi, this is Fruitopia. Dan, it is so good to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Am I refreshing or am I refreshing? But you are refreshing. Way, by the way, fuck orbits. Remember that one? Right? Yeah. Orbit? I didn't well, like the, orbits. I drank them. And you I drank the shit out of them. Why would I do that? That's and disgusting. And I drank the shit out of Fruitopia, which is... Yeah. That was my, that was my jam. You, you're actually the, the reason... Made, wait, you put Fruitopia on sandwiches with peanut butter? 
What? You said it was your jam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll see. It could have got going with a bit instead of laughing it into oblivion. That's fine. Uh, the uh, yeah, no. Though the, if anybody's listening who has never heard of Orbits, and we're not talking about the gu- no, the website. The Orbit is a gum. There's a website called Orbits, but before Orbits, the website, I'm pretty sure there was a drink called Orbits that was literally just a very viscous, clear liquid that was somewhat fruity. And that had what looked to be and tasted like little plastic balls in it. Yeah, they were probably boba, which is really popular now. They, oh, they're some, almost, they were I like think, boba. I but, think it was like they invented their own boba. Mm-hmm. Like, like plastic boba. Yeah. It popped in your mouth, but it was clearly like engineered because they looked, <laughs> they were, they're, they're opaque. They popped. I think they had a fruit flavor inside them too. I don't, I don't know because uh, I hated them. Oh, oh, I couldn't like, do the I couldn't do the texture of the balls in my mouth. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> I completely. Can you? Do you like boba or no? You don't like boba. I'm Not to, really. No. You don't. Okay. See, boba I can handle, but I also think it's weird. But it's still nothing like 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 there are over a hundred of these little flavor balls inside of a drink. Yeah. And I'm glad they stopped making it. Do you, uh, this, this is going to become the beverage podcast? But there was also. Um, well, they still make Sobe, but there's yeah. a period in the early 2000s when they made Sobe, like, energy drinky tea kind of thing, uh-huh. but it came in, in, like, 12 packs, like Coke, so it was an energy drink, but it had, like, guarana and ginseng and all this shit that was supposed to, it, it, I had a 12 pack, remember when I, okay, so, uh, when we, you guys came out to Chicago in 2002, we shot, we just shot a bunch of home movies i edited uh-huh. it into a feature film and i decided right. to do a two-minute trailer uh that trailer was done shot and edited and effects added to it i think over the course of just one night and it was like i was up for 15 hours uh like or i was up like i didn't sleep basically i was up to like uh-huh. five something in the morning because i had a 12 pack of this green brown you drank the whole colored. 12 pack i drank it. the whole 12 oh, pack Jesus it was ginseng Christ. guarana caffeine whatever else was in there and I, I, I mean, I kind of miss the days of being ed- able to edit like that, but I also don't know what I was doing to my body at all. It was like green-brown color. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was called either. It was like an energy drink, but it, I don't think they called them energy drinks quite yet. Maybe. I don't mm. know when Red Bull in, was invented, but yeah, it was like, it was poison, but it worked. Well, that's, it, that's it was, important. It's functional poison, and I cut a very funny little video. That was about um, the time that I started drinking double shots like crazy sean would come over with a 24 mm. pack of mm. double shots and we'd drink mm-hmm. them and do marathon gaming sessions over the weekend oh my god he would set up the car table in my kitchen with his computer uh-huh. on it and we would just uh-huh. play marathon gaming sessions what games were you playing at the time um mostly we played a lot of uh, empire earth which is this um you, you know like how StarCraft and Warcraft is where you build like this the city and then you use that to create mm-hmm. units and it's, you know, oh, yeah, real time yeah. strategy. Except the Empire Earth also had an element of civilization in it. You started as cavemen. Oh yeah. And eventually I that game. you built up to having like nuclear bombs and jet fighters. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's kind of awesome. Where you, you guys were also doing rails off the keyboards, right? Like you were also doing tons of coke. Oh absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Um mm-hmm. 
What was, how was he getting 24 packs? Of, it was that social security money, isn't it? It's being deaf. That's that deaf money. Mm-hmm. That's the deafy money. Cheddar. 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 Cheddar money. Cheddar. Cheddar, cheddar, cheddar money. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. It's starting to lose meaning. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. Cheddar money. It sounds like... I just did a line of coke off the keyboard. That's what happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it sounded like a New Zealander had come up with some kind of a racial epithet for yeah. somebody. And that's... And he's just like... Wanted You're to a, hide it? Yeah. Yeah. Chittaman. Chittamini. You're a Chittamini. <laughs> Mary? I don't know what that would... Present? I don't know what that would... Jason? Jason, are you present? I am present. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Present. And Dan. Present. All right a reference to something oh god damn it i lost my audio again <laughs> tell a story <laughs> emergency story time once upon a time there was a republican named dan quail and he was at a party with a bunch of people and children and they were writing on the board and a small child wrote the word potato but unfortunately that word did not have an E at the end. And Dan Quayle thought, we need an E at the end. So he said, you know, kind of meanly, hey, you forgot something, fucker. <laughs> and so the kid added an E. He's like, there you go. And he, just, to this day, says it was because of the card mis- being misspelled that he did that to that small child. The end. That was a good story, Dan. That was nice. There was no irony. That was all sincere. That was just... That was a history lesson for the people. It was a history lesson right there. There are people... There are young kids out there, millennials, Dan. Millennials who don't know what a cassette tape player... Who now were just given a history lesson in one of our vice president's lives. He was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Dan Quayle. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know... And... What was it? About... Four years... Mm-hmm. Everyone born in the year 2000 will be able to vote. Mm, gross. <laughs> Super gross. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, uh, you know, it weirded me out the other day. I was looking at, I think I was looking at BuzzFeed. Actually, I think it was like a ripoff of BuzzFeed, one of those many. And it was like, yeah. here are some actresses that would be your ideal girlfriend. Like, who would you love to date? And, of course, there are some good choices, like Karen Gillan on there. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Who wouldn't want to? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Marry her. Uh, but. She's just Scottish as well. And then. I don't know what that. That, that wasn't. That's was close enough. That was. You know what? I will. I won't pick on Alan anymore. Alan got so much shit for his accent at the show. Actually, uh, Alan was like, he realized how where his accent was going. And so every line, he just did a different accent. He just gave up. And, and that was admirable. That was the best thing. That's about admirable. It. Yeah. Just go with it. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Um, uh, but on this list, Dan, was Dakota Fanning. She's like 20 now. Yeah, uh-huh. that was creepy. Uh, I felt better about myself when I looked at her. I'm like, oh, she still looks like a little girl, so I don't feel I don't feel like a creep. I'm not <laughs> I'm not attracted to this girl who is way young. That was really uncomfortable, though. Twenty years old, she's supposed to be. So I mean, now she's caught up, so she's not an impressive actress anymore, right? Because at ten, <laughs> exactly. she was playing a solid twenty, twenty-five. Maybe by the time she's twenty-five, she'll be out of her Dang. you know league and the other way around. Isn't Abigail Breslin at that point too now? I think Isn't, so. It's very weird. Is Little Miss Sunshine now legal? 
Uh, yeah, and that's creepy. She still all looks these, the same, too. Yeah, all these adorable little girls who are supposed to just be adorable little girls uh, are ge- immediately getting letters from Playboy saying, Hey, so you've got tits. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable, Dan. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Although, well, don't you remember the, the, the website that was a timer for Emma Watson? Oh, yeah, yeah, which is obviously predated by many, uh, a few years with the... Uh, the Olsen twins one, which was, <laughs> was, was, I, it gets creepier the earlier the public has known that they exist. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, the, it, it's creepy when you know there's a guy that was out there watching Full House <laughs> first, first season. <laughs> going, can't wait out. I can hit that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> like, what? Where does your brain. Yeah, but but yeah. at the same time, that leads to some amazing jokes. Of course, no, it does. You it know the whole, does. you know, like those shirts that said "I banged the Olsen twins before they were famous." Yes, now that, that was funny. Thing. That was awful, but hilarious. It, it's awesome, awesome. That's very nice. I like that, Dan. I'm. How much vodka is in that drink? Can I ask? Uh, probably just a shot. Okay, I just say it's a very large mug, and you've knocked that back very quickly, and I'm concerned <laughs> for your health. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. So how's uh, oh how was Seattle? Seattle was pretty awesome. We went there and we did just about everything on Saturday. Okay. We went to Pike's Place Market. Sure. We went to like she showed us some of the the smaller things that a lot of people don't see. Oh, good. Okay. There's like this um, Starbucks Space Needle. There was uh, we didn't do the Space Needle on Saturday. Okay. We did see it, but um, like she showed us her school because she you know goes to the art institute there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she we were able to go in there and take a look at that, and then and uh, uh, her uh, boyfriend John showed us his work. He works at mm-hmm. F Five, which is a IT company kind of thing. They actually their job is they create the hardware and software that does the load balancing and redirection for websites like Amazon. Oh really? So that, so, like, when you go shopping at Amazon, you don't get on a really bad server. Their software and hardware is what's in charge of that. That's too complicated. And he does, like, the testing and all that stuff. Okay. Um, Sounds like a And then job. there was, like, this uh, troll statue that's under this overpass. Mm-hmm. Was he typing in fag on a computer screen? <laughs> Absolutely. No, but he's, like, really big. It has a... Part of the sculpture is an actual old VW bug mm-hmm. that he's holding on to. That's awesome. Um, and then there was a brewery right on, around the corner, so we went there, and we actually got nice. a lot of a lot of stuff done on that day. She showed us like a couple parks and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the way home, it's like, so what time are you leaving tomorrow? And we're like, what? No, we're not leaving till Monday. Uh-huh. So she thought we were leaving on Sunday, uh-huh. so she was trying to cram as much as she could into one day, and oh we got lucky because we got really good parking all day. Uh huh. But they so were like, "Well, shit! Now we have stuff to do tomorrow." So the next day, we went down to the the needle, Space Needle area of okay. the EMP. Unfortunately, we almost went to the museum because her mom was like, "I'll front you the money to go to it," because they have this fantasy. Like right now, they have a fantasy exhibit. Okay. That has like the costumes from the Princess Bride and stuff from Oh nice. Okay. Um Dark Crystal and everything. Oh fuck, that's awesome. But it was four thirty and they close at five. So oh, I'm like, it's not No. Well, there's not enough time. That's um, lame. But even then they have a permanent um sci fi exhibit. Ooh. And they have Captain Kirk's chair. <gasps> so 
We're gonna uh, make time to go down there at some point. Yeah, that. seriously. So wait, how long was that drive for you guys then? It's. It, you said it's supposed we went, to be ten. If we went straight through, it's about ten hours. Okay. So it's more like twelve hours if you add in like stopping for food and peeing mm-hmm. and all that jazz. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> on the way there, it, it was off and on rainy, but on the way on Sunday it was actually pretty nice, and on the way back on Monday it was sunny the whole way. Oh, that's good. So it was pretty cool. I think I would really like the rain there, but I could be, uh, I could be just assuming. I might get super depressed in it. I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, you've never been to McCall, so I can't use that as a comparison. Right. But picture like the you you know the hills where like Kristen had her house growing up. Yeah. Like how that was in the springtime. Uh huh. Is what it was like. Mm. Mix yep. that with L.A. Mm-hmm. That's like, a it's weird got part. The, it's got, like, the kind of... It's rainy, but kind of cozy at the same time. Mm-hmm. And very hilly, but it's also a city. It's very, right. very interesting. And where Joe lives is kind of on the... A little bit in one of the suburbs. Uh-huh. So, it like, that feels like almost... Although it's big also, it feels like a small town. Okay. So she lives in a really nice area, but everybody's yard is just a hill. Hillside. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's weird. It would feel a little. I see. That's what I expect when I go to San Francisco too to visit. That it's gonna be. I'm I'm very sheltered when it comes to these West Coast <laughs> cities. I'm supposed to have visited, but you know, San Francisco is very hilly. Yeah, it had some roads like San Francisco where you're like, yeah, like going driving up the hill like a 45 degree angle. Well, did I ever tell you about when we came back from San Francisco? The one time I did go and didn't get to hang out and shoot that pilot with Ray and Ryan and and party. Uh, we went, we drove up, which is fine, took the freeway. Coming back, they decided they wanted to take PCH. Now, PCH is cool down here, where you're just winding along the beach. Uh Up in San Francisco, when you're on hills with no guardrails, and there's a bus coming the other way, I was gripping, I I thought I was going off the side of the hill. I have never been more scared. That's what we took up, and and I think we took the 101 back, or whatever it was back, Uh but we took the one up. Yeah, when we when we were going on our road trip, that was actually, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cool. No, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, that should never happen. Never forget nine eleven. Also, the road trip that I took, and we eventually got off and we took regular streets because I was gonna murder somebody. Like I was having a full fledged panic attack. <laughs> I get claustrophobic. It's so bad. Mm. I can understand that. Yeah. I get it. I get it, Jason. I get it. I just think it's stupid. Sure. Understandable. Yeah. So, favorite flavor of Fruitopia? <laughs> I drank the shit out of the fruit punch. All right. Oh, that's right. You did. I was trying. I, could, I, I couldn't remember. A good was, friend would was, remember. That was my, my thing. That's, uh... I liked a lot of the flavors, but it was definitely the fruit punch all the way for me. I... It, it it makes me th- there's so much of our growing up together that I can like peg with like what we were eating at the time <laughs> I don't know what that means I don't it know, means that you're like, Brad Pitt oh is that's true because he's never not eating that's so uh-huh. very true uh because there was let's see there was the I feel like there was a Rafino's period there was a subway mm-hmm. period definitely that was extensive uh taco bell for sure there's yeah. a taco bell period of our lives we we like like van gogh and other artists who have you know their their food yeah right our <laughs> lives have um periods periods delineated 
periods delineated like, by like stuff. women. Like our women. lives are punctuated by periods. Exactly, and sentences. And sentences. We're like women in sentences. Our lives are punctuated by periods and comas. Oh, I thought you were saying that women had sentences. They do. Boy, do they ever. More like paragraphs, am I right? Huh? <laughs> right, right. Oh, women. <laughs> uh, opposite, uh, opposite gender. <laughs> do you remember, did you ever read, okay, so let's let's get back into our creative endeavors. There's. Uh, did you ever read the script that I was writing that was supposed, I don't know how we would ever have shot it, but a feature film starring you and me going overseas? I think you showed me bits and pieces of it as you were working on it. Okay, because it was like this isn't that, was the, me... isn't, that, isn't that the one that you were saying? Like when I become a famous director, we're gonna do this, and I'm gonna hire you, and we're gonna do this movie about us. <laughs> Did I say that? That sounds about right. I really should. <laughs> Man, I gotta stick with my shit then. Yeah, uh, uh, I gotta make sure that when that happens, we do that movie about us being teenagers. <laughs> 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 we're like 45 yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, like but all the teenagers uh, are actual teenagers of the movie so it's oh really yeah it's gonna, it's gonna be like the opening scenes of uh of walk hard uh, yeah 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 exactly <laughs> where it's john c Riley playing like a 13 year old boy uh-huh <laughs> I, and I wrote you a romance with like a uh, like a, a teenager or twenty something, so that'll be creepy. Uh, <laughs> but you gotta admit, like I gave it up for my friend. Like in the script, I gave the mm-hmm. romance to you. Uh, it was mostly me thinking that our dialogue, uh, walking every day. What was the distance from your old place to Walmart? Because Dan worked at Walmart. He uh, in Oneonta, New York. He lived at. It was a, a couple miles forty away, minute right? walk one way. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Was this, uh, let's see, since you don't live there anymore, let's do, uh, I'm just curious how many miles this is, but it was 68 Maple Street at that point, right? Was that 68 Maple? Um, so while I figure that out, uh, point being, we used to walk to Walmart, and I really was convinced that, uh, like, everything we said was good enough to be in a script, and maybe it was, I don't know that I remembered it that well. Uh, I've I've seen some current movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That is, I mean, I think I was also, I had heard of Kevin Smith, but had never seen a Kevin Smith movie. I'm like, <laughs> this is probably what that's like. Um, I did a lot of that. I do a lot of assu- assuming when I don't want to see something, but I know it's successful. I'm right. Like, uh, you know, 1.7 miles. Yeah, that makes sense. 1.7 miles. That's why I used to curious. be skinny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both, we both walked that a lot. I mean, you Between it, that so. and not getting enough food. I yeah, pretty that's a, skinny. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, sad times. I, I remember us having meals of Oreo cookies. Or, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. We also did, uh, this is one time where I was so scared, but I was trying to, like, have, like, your bachelor attitude of just, like, chill. Like, I was a bachelor, too, but I didn't live on my own, so I didn't have that advantage. <laughs> like, so you're like, no, we can leave the egg salad out all night. And I'm like, okay, cool. And we ate egg salad the next probably day. Like, we had <laughs> giant thick eggs. Like, we probably made a dozen eggs into egg salad. Like, well, pumped up, right. so full of cholesterol. <laughs> Left the bowl out and then ate it the next morning. Like, what the fuck was wrong? Like, we didn't drink, though. So that was our early yeah, 20. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, we you would drank just a little eat bit, fermented but... egg salad. Yeah. And it was, boy, <laughs> that, I mean, you know, back in Norse times, that was a... Uh, that was a delicacy. It was. It was. It was the nectar of the gods. 
You would be drunk and uh, full. It's actually the original definition of ambergris. Oh, was actually just old egg salad. I didn't know that. And that, and then it got appropriated into being used for whale vomit. Wow, that's fantastic. Because it's pretty no much idea. the same thing. It's basically the same thing. Uh, do they taste similar, or I mean, do you? Uh, well, you to don't. be to be fair, I've never eaten any ambergris. That's expensive. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. What do they use it for? Perfume. What? Really? That's disgusting. Oh, that upset me. <laughs> There's a lot of weird shit in perfume. You, you don't want to mm. know. No, I really don't. I mean, I know they probably use some sorts of urine or oh, yeah. pheromone. Oh. Yeah, all the time. They're always knocking on my door saying, hey, can I smell your pee? <laughs> Dan, like, I don't think... I, all right, I, I'll go get one of the jars. I was trying <laughs> to save it. I don't think... Dan, I don't think those are those are perfume people. You live in Boise. Uh, I think those are survivalists, and they don't understand the purpose. <laughs> like, uh, I can't make enough pee to survive. Can I get some of yours? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They'll run it through like a desalinating thing and try. We just and... don't. We just don't drink enough to pee enough to drink enough. <laughs> it's it's really like every time you're gonna run out. You know, it's like it's, <laughs> it's not a 100 percent release of the water. <laughs> you can't be self sufficient that way. No, you have You need an external cannot. source of pee from somewhere. Exactly. And your external source, you should always start with Fruitopia. Yes. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, brought to you by Fruitopia. Fruitopia, it used to exist. 100% vitamin C per serving, Dan. Mm. Per serving. For those who don't get enough of their vitamin C, you can get now too much. Exactly. How many servings are in there? Because I know a twenty ounce bottle of soda is two point five servings. Yeah, yeah, it normally is. Let's see. Uh, let's look up. This will be Can exciting. You find the nutritional information of Fruitopia. Fruitopia. Find the fruit punch one if you can. Fruit punch. Because <laughs> we need to know. This is important information. Because this is for the people at home. We're not just having fun finding <laughs> old information on the internet. Okay, this is actually very important information. Because realize that. During a certain period of our life, this influenced every aspect of my life because I was getting my nutrition from this Fruitopia. So by knowing what's in it, you too can write sketches like the Fred story. <laughs> Tales. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think Fruitopia existed quite yet. We weren't we weren't to the level no, of extreme No, 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 but I mean, I'm just saying like eventually you could do that if you were drinking Fruitopia. Or the right. nutritional equivalent of Fruitopia. That's true. That is true. You know what we should... Oh, wait. Calories in Fruitopia. Why would they even have this on this website? Okay, hold on. This is <laughs> calorie-count.about.com. For those who have them still sitting in the cupboard. The guys who stocked <laughs> okay. up. So a serving size of Fruitopia fruit beverage, it does not tell me which one. It's probably all about the same, though. Yeah, it's mostly water, uh, I'm sure. Serving size is 8 ounces, so you're right about the 2.5. Uh, calories, 110%. 110 calories, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's go, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 2,200 calories. Per um, serving. <laughs> sodium, 3%. Carbs, 10%. Sugars, 29 grams. So, I mean, the sugars are where you get the carbs from. So 10% of your carbs, so you're drinking 25% of your carbs for the day with a bottle. Nice. And vitamin C, 100%. Confirmed on CalorieCountThatAbout.com. So that means that when I drank a bottle of Fruitopia, which I sometimes mm-hmm. drink three of a day, oh, <laughs> I was getting, for each bottle, 250% of my daily cal- uh, vitamin C. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm, 30- I'm not going to... 
uh, was it 25% of my daily calories. I'm not going to bother looking up the, the calorie count for that much egg salad because I don't want to. No, that's actually. something you do not want to know. <laughs> Although it could do Oreos, Fruitopia and Oreos. Dan, you know what you should do? Fuck Jared. Well, Sean and I used to share a gallon of, of, of milk a day. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd, we'd either already have a gallon or I'd go bring a gallon and we'd go over there. We'd play Dynasty Warriors and drink an entire gallon of milk. So, and eat Oreos. Is, kids, you got to listen. Code Red didn't exist. <laughs> and uh, um, we didn't have gamer custom gamer drinks. We were not spoiled. We had <laughs> we had to make milk. our own gamer drinks. We needed milk and Oreos and Fortopia <laughs> and double shots, uh, an egg salad, an egg fermented egg salad, <laughs> ambergris, ambergris sandwiches, ambergris sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So this is just this is this whole episode is just outlined our old sad diets. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I don't remember how badly I was eating, though. I had to have been eating... I mean, I was living at home, so I wasn't under my own, quote-unquote, guidance. Yes. Uh, to be bar- fair, you were just barely a functional adult, but that's okay. <laughs> I was looking up to you. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> Why can't I... Uh, you know, this this dude's got his own apartment. Oh, my God. How much did that little split-level tiny... It was not that tiny. How much did that split-level cost you? 350 on, on a month. Maple? 350 a month. Oh, my God. That's so... That's mind blowing to me. Oh, you know what's mind blowing is remember mm-hmm. the studio I had on Maple. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was three seventy five. I actually paid less for that place. You paid less for the bigger place that was comfortable and wasn't filled with. And not the sh- as opposed are... to the shitty studio. That was like a three story walk up in a place that you furnished. wouldn't expect to have three story walk ups. Yes, it was furnished. That is true. But then they told you you had to take that the couch, and then they charged that... me for it. The shitty, and then the they shitty couch. And I put a hole in the wall trying to get it up the spiral staircase in my second apartment. <laughs> like, I didn't even want the motherfucker, but he told me I had to take it. <laughs> and then he, and then charged, he charged me you. for it. I'm like, fuck, Remember our plan, or at least my plan, my hope was at some point when I'm like, when you move out, we're destroying this couch. We never got to do that. No, I ended up actually just leaving it up there because uh-huh. one of my one of my friends from college took over the apartment oh, Any, okay. anything i didn't sell in the yard sales i gave it uh-huh. to him because he had nothing that's funny okay that's pretty so good he inherited my bed my couch my that's couches i guess your couches man Everything. that that place is awesome i the the, the I yeah the other one was was really good yeah i the 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 first place well i still distinctly remember you picking it out because because of the trash can incident, which is not an incident, but just <laughs> no. That was that, my... that was when I had finally moved in. That was the oh, I was had it? just moved gotten in the key. We we went oh, okay. We went this. We went there because it was my first day of actually owning that apartment. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then and then I don't know which one of us said it, but oh, you did. Was, oh, okay. We, who noticed that there was no trash can in the kitchen or the bathroom? You did. In the bathroom? You did. Oh, okay. And you're like, and then you're I like there's no trash can in the bathroom. So you're like, I'm going to pee on this carpet. <laughs> and I don't know why. And we both felt, I think thing. we were tired because we both just fell on the floor laughing. Yeah. Such a s- yeah. stupid comment. <laughs> that is one of my greatest memories of all time. Like, if people ever ask me one of my hardest laughs, that is that is top 10, maybe top 5, <laughs> possibly highest. Like there's, it's it's hard to beat that moment. And again, it's probably all out of exhaustion. Exhaustion and ambergris. Egg, and ambergris, <laughs> definitely. Oh yeah, my god, that... we ate worse at that place. <laughs> What's that? We ate worse worse at that place. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I remember you had f- that was bad. You had, f- 
You had fudge in that mini freezer for like a year, <laughs> yeah. and I was still eating it. <laughs> <laughs> that was not. I was not in the best place while living there either. But that's where no, I, no. That's true. You went through all well, those weird girlfriends there. Lost my job at at Taco Bell. Oh, you're and right. And one of my friends from Taco Bell's like, "Oh, my mom can get you a job. I'll talk to her." And I just kept waiting to hear from, waiting for you. Nothing, nothing. Jesus. And then Christ. I ended up hiring someone else. He never talked to her. I'm like, you asshole. And then I got the job at Walmart after being out of work for two months. Jesus. I was living Christ. off of one cup of noodle soup a day. Occasionally Here's... treating myself to some spaghettios. Uh huh. I borrowed a lot of money from Kathy. She uh-huh. pretty much kept me alive. She came over, uh-huh. cleaned my dishes because I wouldn't do them. I would just close oh that god. cabinet kitchen. Oh my god! Here's the worst part. No, it's not the worst part. You just described the worst part. See, this is my ego talking. <laughs> the worst part for me, or at least the reason I feel bad, is not because you could have died, but that I didn't notice. <laughs> How old was I? <laughs> what kind of a friend was I that I didn't like pay attention? Oh, Dan needs money. Dan needs food. I was like, ah, Dan's fine. Like you're so resilient seeming. My brain was like, oh, Dan will be. Co- well, I probably never told you help. about any of it anyway. No, you didn't. But a good friend would have noticed. A a not self uh, involved friend might have noticed. Like Kathy noticed. Mm. Uh, so we should get her on the podcast. We should. Oh my God. Wait, how old was she when you met her? Fourteen. Oh my god, wait a minute. Was she working at Taco Bell at 14? Yes. Was she supposed to be working there? At yeah, but uh, she wasn't supposed to do things like the fryer, the slicer, the hot. Couldn't mm-hmm. work on the hot side of the line. How old was I when I started flirting with her? Because I'm now feeling very creepy. She must have been old enough to flirt with, right? I hope. I wouldn't have flirted Probably with a Probably comparative to our ages. And wait, how- she was, I mean, <laughs> at like. How old would she have been? Probably. 17 is when she moved in with Mike. Mm, and he was okay, like so 25. So about... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, so I wasn't that much older than no. her at the time. Okay, so I don't feel so bad. But I definitely, for the record, anybody listening, did not flirt with a 14-year-old at any point unless I was 14 myself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that didn't even happen. 14? What was I doing at 14? Not flirting with girls. Maybe thinking I was. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But definitely not succeeding. Mm-mm. My, no. Mm-mm. Not until I was like... 15 no didn't succeed then either six seven 17 17 first girlfriend that was easily the first measurable success of flirting mm. but i was pushing her away the whole time i, th- I think that's those. i think that is why you wrote me a girlfriend in your story because i didn't start dating till i was 19 is that true oh, yeah i was 19 when i started dating aaron okay so, so right, i think so you were 19 me. meaning well, I didn't there's no you know what okay i definitely didn't feel bad for you but i definitely <laughs> i I underappreciated and underrated your prowess, however. <laughs> Be- I I didn't I didn't I don't know. I think you were you're you're getting it wet more than I was. So I, I didn't and I didn't realize that till way late and I'm like, Whoa, what? You lost your virginity when? Like again, best friends I think are supposed to tell each other that, but we're like we just like, nah, we don't. We're we're gentlemen. Exactly. We're gentlemen. Unless it's after We don't the kiss fact. each other and tell. I mean kiss and tell. Whoa no. And I didn't we just and didn't just now either, no. so don't worry. No, uh-uh. Nobody heard anything. I definitely didn't. I wasn't even there. Whistle. Oh, whistle. whistling story. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? You have a whistling story? I do, from the other day. Uh-huh. We were walking around Winco, which is... I don't know if you know what a Winco is, but it's like a giant... I have no idea. It's like, it's like a cross between like 
a grocery store and like Costco. Uh-huh. Like it's a grocery store, but it's huge and does have some bulk things okay. and stuff. It's like okay, all right. the place to go actually grocery shopping in this town because everything's a lot cheaper. Okay. Right, so right, we're right. walking around and and uh, Aaron and I are talking. And she's like, I think did I just hear the Hunger Games whistle? I think I heard the Hunger Games whistle. I'm like, <laughs> all right, so then. Which is the whistle from the movie. As okay. loud as I could okay. in the store. And they were giving uh-huh. me this look like, I can't believe you did that. And then off in the distance we hear... <whistles> and she, she just <laughs> died laughing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's fucking great. I had no idea that Jennifer Lawrence lived in Boise. Right? Did you find her? Did you, did you take her home with I you? I didn't. There was oh. no silver lining to this guy's playbook. <laughs> What the fuck was that? It's, it's the movie she was in. I know that. I know that's the movie. The one movie Jennifer Lawrence, most successful young actress of her time, has been in. I'm aware she's only been in the one movie, The Hunger Games. Oh, that's pretty good though. That's solid. Like, there's another nerd. Like, that's awesome. So I don't know. If, first... I don't know if someone was whistling it or not, but doing that was enough to get yeah, the attention no, of someone. Good. That's so good. Oh, you can't really do that with too many things, no, really. really. Like, how many... That's all... Like, you have to wear a t-shirt, but there, no. Secret whistle, like, across... Uh, in Boise, Idaho, of all places. <laughs> I, I'm i curious. So, is there... I guess I haven't asked you about this, and I never hear a comedian... Like, on a, all podcasts, you always hear people saying, well, I'm going to be in this town, and this town, and this town. I'll be in Tempe, Arizona. I'll be here, I'll be here, I'll be here. A few places you never hear of. One is Detroit, and the only reason I'm... I noticed that is because, you know, there have been times where we've thought about moving to Detroit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's no comedy scene, so how would I do my podcast? But I, de- I never hear people going to Boise. Are there comedy clubs in Boise that you can go to? Yeah, it's, yeah? Actually, got a, it's actually got a pretty busy circuit of, oh, really? of comedians and bands and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, because it's such a college hipster town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually a lot of people that come through here. Okay. Where do uh, they I mean, perform, like, though? There's not comedy clubs, right? Or are there? I think there's, I think there's one actual comedy club, but mostly oh, wow. like if they come here, they're going to be going to a place. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have the Egyptian Theater, okay, which is a it's about the size of like Pantages, like you know, oh, how, okay. like you can sit anywhere and just feel like you're intimate with the stage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you fuck the stage, you take your pants off, and you just oh yeah, absolutely, there are holes all throughout it. In fact, I went to see one comedian. I don't remember what his name is. It was someone Bernie liked, and she had tickets for it, and then she couldn't go, so she. <laughs> Ari, um, Rachel, a friend of ours, and I all went. Uh huh. But then Ari had to work that night, so we had to leave early. <laughs> so you, all right? So, so you did, and they probably do the colleges, the college there too, right? So I mean, yeah, I'm okay. sure. I mean, but like, if you go into any of like the coffee shops and stuff, there's a, it's always plastered with posters of bands that are coming. Sure. And all that, and they have music festivals here, okay. and all sorts of stuff. So I guess that's not so bad. The scene's pretty hopping here. That, that's pretty good. I mean, I I always wonder because you know in 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 your because I know it's a theater town, so I guess that makes it probably a little more accessible to again. It makes it more accessible to bands for sure because they'll have the equipment. Um, I think a lot of times too, they might stop here mm-hmm. on their way to the west coast oh like yeah if they go perform in seattle sure that makes sense it's pretty common to come up through here because we're on a major thoroughfare to go there yeah, it's not like hilly or any or mountainy right you're not crossing through mountains to get to you right or are you not to get to get to us a little bit but not as much as like going out to the right. west coast right, right, right. we are in a valley we're in what's called the treasure valley oh the treasure valley that's like yes that's like when you shave 
your <laughs> exactly pubes to I got nothing. I called him pubes. That's if you shave it so much you leave an indentation. Mm, mm. This is my treasure valley. <laughs> Careful, it's still kind of bloody. <laughs> it's the least sexy <laughs> body modification possible. That's <laughs> Someone get me the chicken carver. The turkey carver. <laughs> Stuck, hold on. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so disgusting. It's so funny. Oh, did you... You know what? Uh, I'm going to remind you, and I'm going to say it on the podcast to embarrass him into doing it, but I think Jim should do a version of our theme song. Uh, I could give him... We could, I could rewrite the lyrics so that they... Because the one we have is modified from our pilot theme song, so I just cut off at the <laughs> end of our names. Um, but I don't go into any of the story because it doesn't make sense. Right. Um, so I could write some lyrics. I think you should feel out and see if Jim would be willing to do a demo theme because it would be amazing I'll t- to have I'll talk an to orchestral him. thing. I'll talk to him. Or it's, t- it's, it's, it's hard to say because right now he's actually got a lot going on. See, that's the problem. I know he's always like an actually busy. Like he's the only busy uh, classical <laughs> musician on the planet. Somehow he's got this one piece that he wrote mm-hmm. um, that's. Getting a second performance, which is, he says, like, one of the hardest hurdles as mm-hmm. a composer. It's like, you can get that first one, but to have yeah. someone perform it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, like, that make, that's a big deal. And he's got a second performance, and I believe a third performance as well coming uh-huh. up. That's awesome. And so, and for something that he, I don't remember if it's for the same one or if it's for something else. Mm-hmm. One of his older ones. But they're doing, like, a documentary about it. Oh really? Oh no! It's for because he's got something new on the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. There's a big hubbub, and they're doing the whole documentary about them. The the this particular piece. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like. Is it another? Big time. Is it another regional thing? Like another like? Here's a theme song of a place. Like what was? What or what is it? Is it for something specific? Um. Who's curious? That's he kind was of awesome. contract for, but I don't remember what exactly it was. I'll get you more details next time, because on the should. 19th is when the concert is, and they'll have the program, they'll have all the details. He's just been so busy, we haven't even really talked about it much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because between that and then his son, who's autistic, mm-hmm. they brought him back here last summer. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that, right, right. And they've been kind of short people, so on top of everything else wait, he's wait, doing... Wait, 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 autistic means short people? I thought that was, <sighs> was midgets Kind of or... short people. <laughs> um, but because of that, he's been working overnight... Doing the overnight shift. Oh, fun. On top of everything else he's right, doing. Right, 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 the man's right, right. insane. Wow. That's crazy. So I'll probably ask him after the 19th. When That's probably a good idea. Down. Hey, hey, uh, do you want to do a... Th- hey, uh, sophisticated, accomplished musician, do you want to do a <laughs> stupid theme song for our stupid, dumb podcast? I could even ask him just to do uh, a violin one. Just It'd like Because he's really good at the violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be so good. And we could do a whole Ken Burns episode. Yes. That'd be so amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. And and if he can find a way to somehow have the uh, violin evoke Fruitopia without having to say it. <laughs> without having to say it. Because if you yeah. say it, what's what's the point of evoking? That's not art anymore. Exactly. You know? It's just it's just product placement. And that's, that, that's we are, exactly right. We here at the Fruitopia, Dan and Jay's Fruitopia podcast is not, we, we're not about product placement. No, we're not. overt advertising. Absolutely not. Um, so thank you again, Dan, for um, the Boise Chamber of Commerce. Thank them for uh, their uh, 
participation in this episode. Yes. Um, and uh, thank you to James, James Jim Cocky. Uh, that's his name, right? He goes by James Jim. James Jim, yeah. Hyphenated. JJC. Um, <laughs> and, so, and and mm-hmm. Providence, the the band. And Providence, the band. And Rhode of, Island, of whom state. he was a member. Right. And the Moody Blues that he worked the, with. Right. And the Moody Blues. Thank you to the Moody Blues. Knights in White Satin. Was that them? I think that was the Moody Blues. Sounds right. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Don't they also do that? You never close your eyes. Blah, blah, blah. I really am awful. I am the worst at music. Oh. I don't I don't know about that one. Um, let's see I, here. Yeah, Dan's going to look. Well, this is really bad. Like, here's the thing. Like, We get annoyed when millennials don't know shit that we know. Like, There are some people who are only a few no, years older than us. Of course. That's, that's the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, that's right. The Righteous do be, do be Righteous. Do be righteous. Do be righteous. That do is, righteous. as everybody knows, I have a necklace around my neck that says DBR, do be righteous. Yes. Uh, it has a uh, lightning bolt on it, kind of like Elvis's uh, Take Care of Business, TCB, but it's actually the shape of real lightning. It's kind mm-hmm. of, it tangles in my chest hair daily. Daily. Um, and it's uncomfortable. But uh, DBR, guys. That's all I'm going to say. DBR, guys. DBR. And, uh, not, to, not to be confused with PBR. Absolutely not. Nope, Deeper. This is not Peeber. Right. So just keep that in mind, kids. Deeper Nebels. Uh, I'm just now saying things that make no... <laughs> I am doing word association with in-jokes. That is when your podcast is officially over. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Fruitopia for sponsoring. And Dan, as always... And existing. For existing at one point in time. Example. Not now. Mm-mm, not for no. existing now. Well, it's coming back. Point. There's a comeback. It's Is there back. a comeback? Oh yeah, that's Believe good me. to know. Once we, once they start tweeting, it'll be exactly phenomenal. Amazing. All right, Dan. This is the La Vista. All right, let's baby. take a picture. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, follow us on Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl, and find everything in one place at DJCH.StolenDress.com. <laughs>